Welcome to this episode of Matt Talks, where we talk about the things I've read, the things I've watched, the things I've seen the past week, or two weeks, or however many weeks it takes me to read, watch, or do the things that you send me to do. Send me on some crazy journeys. It's been a lot of fun. This past week, we've got two books that we're going to talk about, but before that, we've got to get through the housekeeping. So first and foremost, the show is sponsored by nobody, but it's free on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud if you want to check out the show. iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, any of those three ways, it's nice and easy to get the show. It's completely free, which is how I intend it to be. Number two for the housekeeping. The show, a lot of the stuff we talk about here, quite a bit of it, has been recommended or suggested by people who either I know personally or they like the show or they know what my interests are. So if you have anything that you think, any games, any books, any movies, any music, anything you'd like me to cover in the show, please reach out. The easiest two ways to do that, number one, is on Twitter at M-A-T-T-A-G-H-E-T-T-I at Mattagetti on Twitter. That's where you can find my personal Twitter. The DMs are open, so you can slide on in. Let me know what kind of things you'd like me to cover. And number two on Facebook, the Matterday Podcast has a Facebook page, so M-A-T-T-U-R-D-A-Y, Matterday. There are also fun little animations that I throw up on there, which you might very well enjoy. So let's go ahead and jump into the stuff we're going to be talking about today. Number one, they're both books. They are both books. Number one is a science uh, is a science kind of related book. It's math, uh, not science, rather, but a hard science, so math. Um, and then the other one is going to be a fiction book. The first one is called "Not How Not to Be Wrong by Ellen Berg. How Not to Be Wrong. So basically the gist of this book is it takes math. It says math should not be a boring form of forms, figures, and numbers, but math should be the ability and the um, kind of the prereq. Math should be the way of thinking that leads to thinking critically, that leads to thinking in a more expansive kind of way. Math should be the thing that is the catalyst for thinking about problems on a bigger scale and maybe not looking at it head on, maybe looking at it sideways or backwards or forwards or upside down, or whatever it takes. So how does this book work? This book works because it works because it's got stories. It works because it's not a book about form in mathematics. It's not just an algebra textbook. It's not just a statistics textbook. It's not boring. Um, How Not to Be Wrong by Ellenberg is, is a story. It's a book that started with a story and it continues to tell stories, whether it's um, about uh, somebody in school who wore the same shirt every single day, which is kind of a fun, weird story about the cat in the hat shirt, Um, whether it's a story about uh, wars and bullets on planes. It takes simple ideas and shows how how math can infect them and reflect off of them to to have better ways of thinking about them. How math math unpacks these ideas. Sorry, Um, I've had a a sore throat for the past week or so just because of allergy season being upon us. So um, trying to talk is a little bit uh, of a mess right now. But How Not to Be Wrong by Ellen Berg. As you know, if you're a fan of the show, if you've listened before, I like to take notes on a lot of the stuff I read. So notes for this show or for this uh, this book, How Not to Be Wrong. Um, Number one is all things will go in a straight line unless influenced to do otherwise. Um, A lot of the books we've talked about on here are books about meditation, about thinking, about willpower. Um, There are a lot of, a couple fiction books we've covered and movies and whatnot, but always looking for some gold nugget to think about. So saying that all things will go in a straight line unless influenced to do otherwise is not necessarily just a limited to mathematical way of thinking uh, kind of thought. But that's the whole point of the book, right? That's what we were just talking about. The whole point of this book, How Not to Be Wrong, is taking math and applying it to everyday kind of situations or work-related situations. So that rule about things going in a straight line unless influenced to otherwise is a mathematical law, but it is something that we can, I think, apply to the rest of life. Um, how, however profound you find it is up to you. 
Um, the test of first-rate intelligence is a quote. This is a quote. The test of first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the, mi in the mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Um, as I said a moment ago, a lot of the stuff we talk about on here, a lot of the books that I've covered are about ways of thinking or willpower or some sort of um, introspective. A lot of the books on here are introspective and about self-improvement. That being said, I think that that's, that's incredibly true, that the test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the mind at the same time and still be able to retain the ability to function. Um, I think this is evident both in, you can see it, you know, in people who have two opposed ideas and they can't function, people who have two ideas that are opposed and they lock up and they just don't understand the latter idea or the former or they, they have to hold their own opinion or they have two ideas and they, they won't talk about whatever the subject matter is because they feel like it's too messy or too hairy or too conflicting. Or the other end of it, where people have that, and I think I think the test of a first-rate intelligence is definitely the ability to hold two different ideas. Maybe you know the ideas are so simple. Maybe it's not something as crazy as politics, religion, or or something like that. Maybe the idea is so simple that it's you know an investment idea, and it's just is this a good or is it not so good? And being able to weigh those options, having these two opposed opinions in your mind at the same time, being able to look at both of them critically is definitely the first step and the most important step one of the most important steps in having a first-rate intelligence, being able to take different ideas, whether you're gonna use both later, whether you're gonna keep both around, whether you agree with both, and being able to look at them and say, okay, these are different. I don't know if I like them, but I'm gonna have them, and I'm gonna look at them, and I'm gonna figure out if I like them and if I can use them. So I definitely think that rings true. Um, so uh, other, other little things on the Ellenberg book on how not to be wrong, fantastic end to end. Um, wonderful use of stories. Ellenberg, the reason that this is so easy to read, he's, he's definitely, a well-polished writer. Um, his work has been published a number of places, and I, I don't want to go quoting them because I don't have it right in front of me, but it's it was a number of... Uh, I mean, you can look it up. You've probably... If you're listening to this, you're probably on a smart device, and you probably have the internet uh, handy, but I believe it's a number of n uh, notable, reputable magazines and articles, so definitely knows what he's talking about, knows how to present his information in a fun way, in an approachable way, in a way that makes it easy to read as opposed to being... A lot of math past that past the form being good the book is full of pictures and images like i said before stories so you have the verbal image but it's definitely he's hand-drawn images in the book he's definitely filled it with things that might be a bit more complex in in just a word form in a long form he's shown pictures of how things move there's charts there's graphs there's um, diagrams of all shapes and sizes there's cartoons um, so he's made it incredibly accessible wherever you are. If you feel like you're getting hung up on one section, it's getting too hairy, there's just too much information, you can keep going and find different ideas and different ways of thinking about things. Or you can always go back and reread the stories and hopefully unpack what he's talking about. So definitely um, enjoyed How Not to Be Wrong by Ellenberg. Some of the concepts do get a little bit forwards, backwards, and sideways at times, but if you're willing to stick with it, it's definitely a good read. Um, great ways of thinking about thinking and thinking about thinking mathematically. The next book, the next book, bum, bum, bum. This one is a piece of fiction. We don't cover a ton of these. It's called Before the Fall by Noah Hawley, H-A-W-L-E-Y, Noah Hawley. And it is pretty good. Um, the general, like I've always said on the show, I don't want to spoil, but the general concept is there's a plane crash. And I wonder if it's on the back of the book. I wonder if it says on the back of the book. Um, it does say on the back of the book, it does lay down the, the gist that there's a private jet headed for New York. 16 minutes later, the unthinkable happens. The plane plunges into the ocean. Past that, I'm not going to give anything away. But if you enjoy 
thrillers, not necessarily for you. If you enjoy things like the game Clue, like the board game Clue, this book, this book is wonderful. It creates characters who have real motives. They seem very uh, complex. They've got, you know, they've got reason to do what they're doing. They've got these motivations, whether it's they're power hungry or they are see themselves as self-righteous or they have these heroes that they're looking up to and these moments in their life they were inspired. Um, all the characters in the book are very, they're very well thought out and I very much enjoyed it. Before the Fall by Noah Hawley, um, very, pretty, pretty solid. Uh, there are a few times throughout the book that one of the main characters um, thinking becomes a bit self-indulgent to read just because it's the, the book reflects very consistently about how the person's thinking and, and feeling, um, but it's sometimes in moments that are kind of um, very intense moving moments. There's a lot of motion, a lot of activity. Uh, in, in case you can't tell, I'm, I'm trying to think through this as we as we talk about it, because I did like the book. These moments are just kind of strange because there's, a, like I said, there's a lot going on, and it takes a pause, and it tells you how the character's thinking and what he's kind of processing through, which is weird when there's so much happening and it says pause. And then we go again and pause and we go and pause. Uh, but overall, pretty solid book. Definitely for people who like um, medium, large size casts of characters that they have to keep up with. They like pretty in-depth storytelling. They like pretty in-depth character relationships, lots of movement. The characters are always coming or going and, and people are shuffling around. International, inter um, national movement, just all sorts. Uh, so overall, definitely liked it. Wouldn't say I loved it, but definitely did like it. Um, but like I said, it's a fiction book. We don't cover a lot of those, so I'm glad we got that one. That is all for the two things we're going to cover this week. If you enjoy the conversation, you know how to keep up. It's on Twitter at M-A-T-T-A-G-H-E-T-T-I, Mattagetti on Twitter. If you just want to say, hey, check this out, whatever it is, I will get back to you. Even if it's you say, hey, check out Soul Calibur 2 on the Sega Dreamcast. And I say, hey, I don't have a Sega Dreamcast, so I won't but still enjoy the conversation. Number two, if you want to keep up on Facebook, M-A-T-T-U-R-D-A-Y, the Matter Day is the Facebook page. There are some fun cartoons there, like I said, as well as the stuff you can keep up with, like the show. And the last thing is the show is on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud completely for free, and hopefully we'll maintain the free stance. But that's all for me. I know this show is a little bit shorter. We shoot for 10 to 15 minutes, and we're aiming, we're falling on the 10 side, but that's all good. I will talk to you guys next week as we continue to jump into the crazy world of media. See you next week.